0: It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather, and he who controls the weather will control the world. Whenever you find yourself on the side of the majority, it's time to reform. That's timeless wisdom from Mark Twain. Many times on this broadcast, I've stated that we live in a planetary asylum. And if all available data is examined, meaning all information that's being systematically censored from the public by all official sources, the whole of corporate media, and most social media platforms, again, if all they're not allowing us to talk about is examined, the only rational conclusion that can be reached is this, a form of collective insanity is almost completely in control. Even with the tidal wave of total biosphere collapse, and extremely near-term extinction looming over us, the vast majority are completely caught up in controller-orchestrated scenarios, which is exactly what the global power centers want. Catastrophes that are conveniently blamed on nature, like CV-19 and the exponentially increasing climate calamities. All are anything but what we're being told. And no matter what other challenges we face, the collapse of Earth's life support systems will always be the bottom line. Stay tuned for more on that. This is Dane wington You're listening to the commercial-free Global Alert News Hour brought to you by geodringwatch.org. The point and purpose of this broadcast is to present breaking frontline reports on the most critical issues we collectively face, issues on which... Our futures most depend. Issues which are being increasingly censored very aggressively. How many times I've had this thrown at me. Quote, you can't change anything, so just enjoy your life. End quote. Stay tuned for a total refuting of this statement of cowardice and apathy. Even with all its unfolding, or rather unraveling, on the wider horizon, How many are being completely distracted by the completely scripted political theater of idiocy? How many? Again, exactly as the controllers want. How many are glued to the TV screen watching sports theater while the planet's life support systems are collapsing on every imaginable front? Question, does such behavior sound like the conduct of a species that intends to survive long on this planet? an absolute miracle planet that allows us to survive, that is the basis for our very existence and that is being brutalized in every imaginable form from the engineering of the climate to the looting, plundering, pillaging and polluting of every corner of the earth's surface. And again, while all this is going on, the stock market hits another record high in spite of it all. The manufactured fountain of endless wealth, endless money, All printed from thin air to pacify populations until total collapse, which will soon enough come at blinding speed. Nature has historically provided 75% of all global GDP for free. No more. Collapse is unfolding on every imaginable front. How bad is it? Answer. It's far worse than almost any are willing to contemplate. Here's a snapshot update of only one piece of the puzzle. One piece that, in and of itself, is a looming, extremely near-term existential threat. I've just had an update communication from a former NASA contract engineer that has been taking UV radiation readings for org. Geoengineering Watch supplied the state-of-the-art metering equipment for this ongoing UV monitoring. The latest news is far beyond bleak. Here's the statement just received from the former NASA contract engineer, quote, In regard to solar spectral radiometry measurements that I've taken over the last five years, the relative increase in UVB and UVC levels over just the past year should alarm and horrify everyone. He continues, This is a summary of UVC and UVB solar spectral radiation data taken from February 4th, 2021. February 4th, 2021, Clear Sky Data Measurements. As compared to data gathered a year ago in February of 2020, UVC levels are nearly 150% higher and UVB levels are greater than 200% higher. Conclusion. This is his statement, word for word. If the current measurements continue to increase at this rate... It's a lights-out scenario for all plant and animal life on our precious earth. The trend analysis I performed on data in 2016 indicated that if unchecked, the UV levels would be so high by 2025 that we would no longer be able to grow crops in direct sunlight. Unfortunately, that trend analysis was conservative as compared to the data recently acquired. At this point, I hesitate to even state the current trend or give a new timeline. All I can say on a personal level is thank you to all my friends and family who have helped me with the research I have accomplished thus far because we may not be here on this wonderful planet for much longer. The former NASA contract engineer finishes with this. In the interest of all life on planet Earth, stop all geoengineering programs now while you still can. End of his statement. This is one piece of the puzzle, one of the converging catastrophes that are closing in on us all. In the human intervention in the climate, i.e. climate engineering, a.k.a. weather warfare, a.k.a. biological warfare programs happening in our skies, the material being sprayed into our skies, is the epitome of human insanity to play God with Earth's life support systems, systematically destroying them at the same time and ramping up the programs even more to try to mitigate and hide The damage done by these programs to begin with, and this is not to negate any of the other forms of human activity and the damage that has caused to the planet, I'm not negating that at all, but I'm simply stating there can be no legitimate discussion about the climate from any perspective without first and foremost addressing the climate engineering insanity, which mathematically and statistically speaking is the greatest and most immediate threat we collectively face for many reasons short of nuclear cataclysm. And again, the climate engineering insanity is completely connected, inseparably connected from the other converging challenges we face, including CV-19. With the gravity of the collapsing ozone layer in mind, what would we or what should we expect the controller response to be? Again, enter the CV-19 scenario, enter the weather warfare on an unimaginable scale scenario, a massive surface cool-down is taking place in many regions of the U.S., exactly as geoengineeringwatch.org stated was scheduled a week ago in the February 6th broadcast. Question. Is this cool-down natural or completely engineered? Stay tuned. Let's cover some headlines. All can be searched online for more specific details. There are numerous sources for each of these headlines. Just search the exact title covered in this broadcast. First headline. Biden administration says it will continue. The Trump extradition of Julian Assange. No surprise, the occupants of the White House, going back a very long way, are not those who are truly in control. Another headline, U.S. shifts official justification of its illegal presence in Syria from, quote, guarding oil to, quote, fighting ISIS. ISIS, an organization that was spawned and supported by the U.S. and other U.S. allies. Again, I state on the record, I'm not asking anyone to believe or blindly accept any of the data served on this broadcast. I'm asking to legitimately investigate. It's up to all of us to challenge the beliefs that we've been trained and taught to adhere to and to accept as truth when it is so often anything but truth. It's up to all of us to do everything we can to clear the lens through which we see the world, and that is the only way that we can possibly have any chance of correcting our compass heading, which at this moment is a trajectory toward near-term planetary omnicide. That's a mathematical and statistical fact. Next headline, UK COVID police state travelers must quarantine in hotel, have three tests, face 10 years in jail for avoiding, quote, the law. The police state being ramped up all around the world. Next headline, Bill Gates aghast over, quote, crazy and evil conspiracy theories, end quote, about he and Fauci. Hints at social media censorship. I played an audio from Gates in the last broadcast at his apparent shock that the public is seeing him, as they should, and as they... Mentioned the media censorship it's happening. It's happening right now. It was ramped up last week How hard is it to see who's in control of these situations the global elite and gates is certainly not near the top of the ladder but he's far up on it and now we have censorship happening all across the social media spectrum. No surprise Question where is the public outcry over the loss of free speech? Where are the patriots? Where And in the meantime, that that Gates and Fauci are involved with continues to ramp up. Next headline. 14 German home care residents test positive for UK COVID-19 strain after getting second Pfizer injection. Another headline. Brits told to expect to take a third vaccine injection in autumn. Next headline. Portugal does not advise giving AstraZeneca vaccine to people over 65 health authority states. Next headline, Johnson & Johnson files for emergency use approval of COVID vaccine in South Africa. Keep in mind, emergency approval means bypassing the normal safety protocols, despite what media would have you believe or think. That's the, the very purpose of this emergency approval, to sidestep those protocols. Next headline, World Health Organization chief says, quote, concerning news, end quote, COVID vaccines may not work against novel strains. Why would they? When does common sense kick in in this whole equation that there's never been a vaccination for AIDS anything, never been any vaccination for a common cold or any former SARS anything, and now we have over a half dozen from countries all over the globe produced at, quote, warp speed, and we're to believe that you can reach into the basket, pick anyone you want, and it'll protect you against anything that comes along. And no publication of the side effects that are occurring, none from mainstream media. It's up to the public to investigate this. Blind adherence to official narratives is incredibly treacherous at this point in time. More headlines. UK COVID-19 strain is spreading rapidly throughout the US, study says. That's from CNN and many other sources. Another headline, vaccines or not, scientists now believe COVID is here to stay. What did we say at the beginning of this entire CV19 scenario? Geoenginewatch.org stated this, our former reality is gone, it's not coming back, and the CV19 fires would be stoked as needed. It serves a great many agendas, too many to list at this moment, but that's what we have stated on the record from the beginning. And that's the headlines. They're now backing up what we stated. Another headline. Only 23 Americans tested positive for flu last week. 23. Compared to nearly 15,000 cases last year during the same window of time. That should make you take pause. Did the flu just completely disappear? Or is it being relabeled? You decide. Another headline. Bill Gates issues stark warning about next pandemic, quote, may be 10 times more serious, end quote. How does Gates know? How does he always know? How many are even now aware of the fact that Gates organized a complete mock COVID global pandemic scenario immediately prior to the actual outbreak? How many are aware of the long association between Gates and Fauci? Fauci, who again, evolved with the National Institute of Health and the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases that, as of peer-reviewed study, proven fact, put money into the researching of the gain of function aspect of the CV-19 pathogen. That's science fact, peer-reviewed study fact. Gates involved with all these individuals, and Gates now telling us, perhaps, of what's coming. And he certainly seems to know. And about the climate, Gates has more to say as well, too, which is completely connected to the entire scenario we face, to the entire tidal wave of looming cataclysm that's towering over all of us. What happens to those who try to tell the truth, even those that are extremely respected by the U.S. population? Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has been banned from Instagram. That's CNN. Is that part of what Gates mentioned a little over a week ago? About the need for social media censorship. That's the kind of power and control they have. We are free falling into a totally Orwellian world that is completely controlled. The narrative is completely controlled, and the population, unfortunately, still all too willing to accept much or most of it. That must change, and we have no chance. Next headline: Stanford medical professor scientists are being censored for sharing quote alternative info about CV19. Next headline. Merkel, the leader of Germany, seeks to extend COVID-19 measures as Germans grumble. End of headline. And certainly we all know that simply grumbling will not help us change our course. Next headline, Mexican president rejects mask wearing after COVID-19 recovery. From that report, the Mexican president has shunned face masks throughout the pandemic. Just a headline. I'm reporting that headline. It's up to the population to research that and understand that there's much we are not being told in US media. Next headline: Como cover-up. Aid admits nursing home data purposefully concealed so feds wouldn't find out. From that report, New York Governor Andrew Como's top aide privately apologized to Democratic lawmakers over a decision to withhold the state's nursing home COVID-19 death toll out of fear that it would be, quote, used against us by the Trump Justice Department, according to the New York Post. Is that really a valid excuse? I think not bouncing back to the unfolding censorship, which Mr. Gates hinted at shortly before it happened. Much like, again, the CB 19 mock global pandemic scenario that happened right before the real event unfolded. From the New York Times and many other sources, Facebook says it plans to remove posts with false vaccine claims. From that report, Facebook said on Monday that it plans to remove posts with erroneous claims about vaccines from across its platform. What does that mean? It means any information whatsoever... That is in any way not in line with official narratives. That's an Orwellian world right now, right here, today. It's up to the public to stand up to this censorship, to censor any and all data that's not officially proved by the official powers that be, by the medical industrial complex or the military industrial complex. That's where we're at right now, right here today. How many heard this headline, for example, from last week? This was covered actually in a number of mainstream media, but not on their... TV broadcast, 53% of military families don't want COVID-19 vaccine. From that report, in a poll of 810 active-duty military personnel, spouses, and veterans, more than half of active-duty families, 53% of them, said they did not plan to get the CV-19 vaccine, citing safety concerns and suspicions over development. Nearly half of veteran families agreed with that. Among 613 spouses of active duty personnel, 32% or less than a third said they planned to get the vaccine. Less than a third. That was also covered by Military.com, The Washington Examiner, numerous other sources. Simply reporting the headline. Another headline. Why are many healthcare workers refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine? Question mark. Healthcare workers are among the first in line to get the COVID-19 vaccine, but many across the country are refusing. That's directly from the report same reasons cited as the military families. From RTTV and other international sources, dozens of people develop rare blood disorder after taking coronavirus vaccine. That's from international media. That's not from some internet fringe source. I'm simply reporting the headlines and asking listeners to investigate them for themselves. Another headline. Tennessee COVID mortality rate triples as it leads the U.S. in vaccinations. Is there a connection? Please take the time to investigate. Decide for yourself. Dig deep. Another headline. Entire school district in Ohio cancels classes after too many school staff have negative reactions to the experimental COVID mRNA injections. Simply reporting a headline. Please investigate for yourself. Decide for yourself what it may mean. Another headline. Massachusetts inmates can get prison time reduced if they get the COVID vaccine. Well, That's interesting, isn't it? Especially when we're told that there is no reducing of the other protocols that are necessary, that we're still contagious, that we can still pass it on. Why would they get reduced prison time and be released back into society if getting this injection does not reduce the danger of contact with the public? Let me rewind to this headline, which I covered in a previous broadcast, but this was from ABC News, Texas, and other sources. Man in 70s collapses, dies after getting COVID vaccine in New York. Officials saw no sign of allergic reaction. The report stated health officials confirmed that a man died shortly after getting the COVID-19 vaccine in the... Jacob's Jacob Javits Convention Center in Manhattan. The incident occurred about 25 minutes after the man received the vaccine. This was following the required 15-minute observation period where he exhibited no adverse reactions or any distress. The report then stated that official sources said initial indications are that the man did not have any allergic reaction to the vaccine, end quote, and they further stated that experts agree the coronavirus vaccine is safe. Does that? Does any of that make any sense? So because it was... 25 minutes after the injection not 15 minutes, suddenly it has nothing to do with that injection. Is that reasonable? Is that rational? The flu infections down to a handful from 15,000 a year ago, flu doesn't seem to exist anymore. Is there a mislabeling going on in that arena? What aren't we being told? I'm asking those questions and I can't state anything else other than that. I have to leave it to the listener to connect these dots for themselves. I'm trying to present pieces of the puzzle. I'm asking you to connect them. Another headline. From the New York Times and other sources, South Africa halts coronavirus vaccine rollout. And although the New York Times covered this in print media, you're not likely to see it on any TV media source, which is unfortunately where too much of the public feeds from the mainstream media trough of total propaganda. And that's exactly what it is at this point. Another headline sitting in freezers, Georgia expanding vaccine access because many rural healthcare care workers won't take it. End of headline. How much are we not being told? Simply asking the question. Bottom line will remain biosphere collapse. Everything is connected to that. On that note, this headline, Bill Gates has predicted the next two disasters facing mankind. More on that report in a moment after this brief announcement. Dozens of breaking reports on the most dire and immediate threats we collectively face. First, my deepest gratitude to each and every individual that's doing their best to stay informed, to wake others with credible data from a credible source, and to help turn the tide of insanity. Thank you for your help with sounding the alarm. It's our collective efforts that can yet make a difference. This is Dane Wigginton. You're listening to the Global Alert News Hour, episode number 288, February 13th, 2021. This is the worst-than-bad news broadcast, but it's Critical information that covers the issues we must face if we're to have any chance of changing course. This commercial free frontline news broadcast is brought to you by GeoNGWatch.org and paid for by GeoNGWatch.org. This news hour is broadcast throughout Northern California on KQMS 1670 AM, 104.9 FM and 105.7 FM, Saturday mornings from 6 to 7 A.M. Sunday morning, same time slot repeat broadcast. KQMS is the largest news talk radio station north of Sacramento. This broadcast is also re aired on the East Coast, the PRN radio network, Wednesdays, 2 p.m. Recordings of this broadcast can be found at geoengineeringwatch.org under the recent top stories and radio sections. The latest Geoengineering Watch awareness raising printed materials can be ordered from the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org for our approximate cost of producing and shipping. If you want to wake people up around you, the printed materials are absolutely the most effective way to do so. If you want to print your own materials, we provide the link so you can do exactly that. Unless you print in mass quantities, they will cost much more than the materials we offer because we do print in massive quantities and we can pass them on at our cost. In some cases, below our cost, we simply want to get them into circulation. But bottom line, you can can share these links as well. That's very effective online, to share the links to our printed materials like our 20-page fact and photo summary booklet filled with NASA images, copies of patents, It's very condensed, very to the point, and very effective at waking others up. But please, all of us are needed in the battle to sound the alarm because we don't have much time. And again, this question, how many of the power structure paid talk show propaganda pushing political pundits are addressing any of the existing existential threats that are closing in on us all? No, the job of those mainstream media talking heads is to distract and divide populations with a constant stream of scripted political theater that means absolutely nothing against the backdrop of what's closing in on us all. Another staunch ally in the fight to expose and halt climate engineering is the gym fair group. G E M F A I R E. You can go to their site gym fair online and you can see the schedule of their events at each of their events. Next one at Santa Barbara, California next week in February 19th through the 21st at the Earl Warren showgrounds at each of the gym fair events. There's a geoengineeringwatch.org informational booth with free geoengineeringwatch.org materials. You can get into the event free if you state you're there to get those materials. Please show your support for Gym Fair. They've done an immense amount to help us sound the alarm. Please show your support for this group if you're in the Santa Barbara area. Please attend the event, February 19th through the 21st. Backtracking a bit, if you're in the Shasta County region, you can get free geoengineeringwatch.org materials from Orchard Nutrition. Talk to the staff in the vitamin section, and they will get the materials for you we ask that you share them with others please again help us to sound the alarm also the new geoengineeringwatch.org online climate engineering q a session is posted at geoengineeringwatch.org this is installment number six if you wish to submit a climate engineering related question you can do so at the following link or rather email questions at geoengineeringwatch.org or you can go to the contact section on the very top left corner of the geoengineeringwatch.org homepage. Let's go back to headlines on the most dire and immediate threats we collectively face. Been over many CV-19 headlines in the beginning of this broadcast. That is the tip of the proverbial iceberg. There is so much more we are not being told on that scenario. And censorship is now rampant. Takes a great deal of effort to find information that in any way departs from the official narrative. That is certainly by design by those that are in control of the medical-industrial complex and the social media platforms. It's up to the population to stand against this censorship, to refuse to accept it, and to look for information as fast as you can, while you can, to connect the dots as fast as you can. Bill Gates has predicted the next two disasters facing mankind. I mentioned that at the beginning of this broadcast from that report. Bill Gates is good at predicting things and even warned the world in 2015 about the possibility of a new pandemic caused by a respiratory virus like the coronavirus. Been over that how many times in this broadcast and even in today's broadcast. How did he know? How could he not know? How could anyone not know with available data that this was coming? And as stated again, for the entire span of our existence, over 10 years, that as biosphere collapse, climate and biosphere collapse, became increasingly impossible to hide, those in power would become unimaginably desperate. That time is now. This report on the, quote, predictions of Bill Gates continues with this. Gates is now warning about what he believes are the next greatest threats to humanity, climate change and bioterrorism. Listen to this quote by Mr. Gates. It's featured in this report. He said this, word for word, bioterrorism. Somebody who wants to cause damage could engineer a virus, and that means the chance of running into this is more than the naturally caused epidemics like the current one, in quote. He wants to drive that point home, doesn't he? That this is just nature behaving badly, that CV-19 just happened to pop up immediately after his global mock drill on this exact scenario five years after he predicted it would come which happens to be the same year that peer-reviewed study proved on the record that the gain of function aspect of the cv19 pathogen had been successfully engineered in labs the excuse given was we need to do it in case somebody else does is that a valid reason to engineer something like this the inmates Are Absolutely running the asylum and have been for a very very long time and the population is along for the ride and the ride has already taken us through the guardrail We are free falling into the bottom of the canyon now and applying the brakes will not stop that descent Will anyone survive the ride? That's the question now and that depends on how many are willing to wake up and face reality head-on so about gates and the climate not just cv19 what else is Mr. Gates involved with? And let's remember again the second most recognized geoengineer, I've been over this in broadcast after broadcast, Dr. Ken Caldera from Stanford, former U.S. Department of Defense employee, now working directly for Mr. Gates, a former DOD employee who stated on the record, I've played the audio of that on this broadcast, that one of his jobs for the DOD was to design pathogens to seed into clouds to infect the population below. Now involved with Mr. Gates and his solar experimentation which largely is meant as a distraction a public distraction from what's really going on in our skies that's what the highly publicized gates solar dimming projects amount to public distraction but here's a headline bill gates funded solar dimming project risks the lives of millions and must be stopped i want to state the source of that headline is in and of itself a complete disinformation source. Let me give a few excerpts from this report, and I'll outline that aspect. Here's a subtitle from the report. Solar dimming geoengineering presents a danger to civilization, noting that a handful of people and a wealthy philanthropist should not have a free hand to experiment when the project's originator, Professor David Keith, has stated that, quote, many thousands will die. The report then states this, quote, the more than 900 scientists and scholars signatory to the Clintell World Climate Declaration. And by the way, this type of statement needs to be seen for what it is. Scholars can mean a history teacher, an English teacher, a PE teacher. Doesn't have anything to do with climate anything, but yet they're somehow portrayed in this type of statement as a, quote, climate scientist, which they are not. Keep that in mind. So these signatures on the World Climate Declaration say there's no climate emergency. Solar dimming is therefore unnecessary and dangerous. So that is the premise of the statement of this disinformation site, which pretends to be exposing the dangers of Bill Gates funded solar dimming projects. But in and of itself, this becomes a massive disinformation piece trying to convince the population that there's no problem with the climate and i don't know what planet these people are on and why they are so blind to the fact that the earth's life support systems are completely collapsing but those who fund this type of declaration this type of article and this type of disinformation site are completely invested and committed to the matrix the status quo that is sinking the entire ship and they are fighting literally to protect it at their own peril Further from the report states this, Professor Alan Robach, who I've had the displeasure of meeting in person, is concerned that anthropogenic global warming, AWG, i.e. human-caused warming, is a potential risk. That's a gross understatement. It's an existential near-term threat, Mr. Robach, and you know that. The report then cites Mr. Robach as stating that geoengineering projects, i.e. solar dimming, solar radiation management are an even greater threat to civilization, not just civilization, the entire web of life. Keep that in mind. Robach then states, geoengineering is, quote, fraught with ethical and moral issues and unintended consequences. What a gross understatement all of that is. For the record, about Mr. Robach, three years ago, geoengineeringwatch.org, our legal team, conducted a survey of over 1,500 climate scientists, a very basic survey, that asked them, were they willing to deny the existence of climate engineering operations on the record? Simple question. None, none of 1500 were willing to deny the ongoing climate engineering operations on the record. Mr. Robock contacted me from that survey. In that exchange, he expressed his angst at the survey even being conducted. But was he willing to deny the ongoing climate engineering Operations, no, he was not. Because Professor Alan Roebach knows climate engineering operations are ongoing, just as the entire meteorological community, the climate science community, they all know what's going on, but they're all more concerned about their paychecks, pensions, and personal paradigms than they are the entire web of life crashing. And again, all of human activity is a problem, all of it. Militarized, industrialized society, massive problem. We are decimating the planet. But the intentional intervention with Earth's life support systems, i.e. climate engineering, which is also being used as a weather weapon and has been for many, many decades, documented, matter of record. Vietnam, Project Popeye, the augmenting of precipitation to flood the Ho Chi Minh Trail, the defoliation of jungles for warfare, now happening over civilian areas to defoliate the trees to create the illusion of a change of season on a rapidly warming planet in which the trees are not dropping their leaves with natural processes because it's simply too warm to cutting off precipitation which cloud seeding of different types of materials and different sizes of materials can also accomplish which has been done to every single destabilized middle eastern country every single country named after nine eleven by Former NATO Supreme Commander Wesley Clark, every country that was named as a targeted country, one week after 9-11, all of them underwent a once-in-1,000-year drought after that point. That's a statistical impossibility without some form of climate intervention operations. And we know that the leaders of these countries, in the case of Iran, on the floor of the U.N., Stating emphatically that NATO was cutting off their precipitation weather warfare entire climate science community knows it That's why there's a federal gag order on all national weather service and no employees Why in the world would you gag the weathermen if there wasn't something incredibly horrible to hide from the population? And if the population finds out The liability issue is incalculable when every single weather anything now becomes a potential liability for those that are participating in these programs. And just like as is the case with the medical industrial complex, the pharmaceutical industrial complex that has total blanket legal immunity for any injury and death their products cause since 1986, same is true with the climate intervention operations and personnel as named in congressional documents posted on geoengineeringwatch.org that blanket legal immunity is in place for anyone and everyone involved with the climate engineering operations because of the chaos and carnage they are causing and creating all over the world, making an already horrific existential threat of global climate collapse, far worse, not better. So in addition to using weather as a weapon all over the globe, the crown jewel weapon of the military industrial complex with which they can bring countries, societies in those countries to their knees without those societies ever even realizing they were at war. Again, the crown jewel covert weapon. But in addition, that weapon, climate engineering, a.k.a. solar radiation management, has been used to pacify populations, especially in first world countries, as to the true state of the climate, confusing and dividing them, that they would not respond to the severity of what's unfolding until we hit the wall at full velocity. And in that arena, an aspect of climate engineering that is not being addressed by any source other than geoengineeringwatch.org the engineered winter weather mayhem engineering winter with patented processes of chemical ice nucleation for weather modification. This massive aspect of the climate engineering assault must be brought to light. Search Chinese scientists engineer snowstorm to find Fox News and popular science covered this. They won't cover it anymore. The Chinese government is trying to hide it now. But In 2009, the Chinese government let this slip out. They did a billion dollars' worth of damage to Beijing. Same thing is happening here on an even bigger scale. These massive cooldowns with the sensationalized headlines, with the paid disinformation sites like the Weather Channel, trying to explain away how this is happening, how you have ice storms on the Texas Gulf Coast, which is coming up. It's all slated, and again, Junji Washington announced this was coming about 10 days ago, that this can only happen with cloud seeding conducted with endothermic reacting, i.e. energy absorbing materials seeded into cloud moisture that in the case of the ice storms, those materials are hitting the surface before they set up. And we know there's also surfactants in this material. Surfactants are used to keep the particles from sticking together. Surfactants are what makes soap soap. That's why we see foaming rain. That's why we have massive ocean foaming events with foam 10 feet thick at times. And we know this is an element listed in manufacturing of, for example, aluminum nanoparticulates from the American Elements Corporation, which we believe is a primary materials supplier for climate engineering elements. Surfactants are named in their materials list for aluminum nanoparticulates. And also keep in mind, the nanoparticulates, they're so small, they're unimaginably small, They are not reported by any official air quality testing by design, and these are by far the most harmful particulates. They're incredibly bioavailable, which means they're readily absorbed into your system, into your bloodstream, through your lungs. They pass through the blood-brain barrier, and they are incredibly bioaccumulative. means they build up in your system. They go in, but they don't come out. So... I'll back into that in a moment with headlines that address that. But first, again, this material that's hitting the surface, the ice storms that are now always present with the winter storms, the so-called named winter storms, a parade of them, that are from warm Gulf of Mexico moisture, heavily seeded. We have the, quote, warm side of the, quote, winter storm, and the cold side with an an ice storm transition zone in between where these materials are hitting the surface before they set up. This is all out winter weather warfare, and it's getting worse by the day as the desperation of the power structure and the climate engineers they control grows worse by the day. And these... Cooldowns are shallow layers of cold on the surface. Again, when you nucleate the cloud moisture, it creates a cold, dense layer of air that descends to the surface. These nucleating materials help to freeze that surface layer, just like the cold layer that you'd find in a, an open freezer in the store where the entire store is heated. But in that open section of freezer, because the cold air is dense and sits on the surface, everything's frozen. Same scenario on an unimaginably massive scale. And we know it's much, much warmer at altitude because we're speaking to pilots that are alarmed at how much warmer it is at altitude. For all those that are willing to face the totality of weather warfare that's being waged on populations all over the globe, please go to geoengineeringwatch.org and search the entire engineering winter section. Educate yourself on these processes that have existed for decades. And then, for example, tune into the Weather Channel disinformation site and watch Their so-called weather experts try to cover the tracks of the climate engineers by explaining away these freak events, these ice storms on the Texas Gulf Coast with record warm Gulf of Mexico moisture migrating in. It's absolutely absurd that these people are willing to say whatever they're told for a paycheck and a pension, to read scripts, and that's literally what they're doing. All the weather modeling, which is the scheduled weather, is done by Raytheon and Lockheed Martin. It's given to the National Weather Service and NOAA. So you have private defense contractors that are at the head of the geoengineering operations producing scripts that are passed all the way down the line. And the forecasts are increasingly all over the board from one day to the next because the climate system is blowing apart. So, back to the soapy, slick, ice like material that's part of chemical ice nucleation. This headline massive pileup crash in Fort Worth after freezing rain hits Texas. Again, this is like soap saturated frozen material. Another headline, same theme mass disruption after, quote, extreme freeze hits UK. And all these headlines sensationalized in order to confuse and divide the population as to the true state of planetary meltdown. Another headline, same theme. Moscow braces for major winter storm and record snow. And consider that parts of Siberia and the Arctic Circle have recently hit temperatures of over 100 degrees. If we look at the actual temperatures from the ground, we are far above what's being reported. We are likely past three and a half degrees C of warming. But this type of all-out weather warfare, again, helping those in power to keep the status quo, Until the last possible moment, until everything blows apart. And the longer we stay on this course, the greater the impact will be. And impact is coming. There is no if. It's coming. It's coming at blinding speed. Another headline, also directly related to climate engineering. Chinese facing drinking water shortages as drought hits south. Regarding the record droughts occurring all over the globe. Again, yet again, climate engineering at the core. Search the engineering drought section at geoengineeringwatch.org and consider this. A warming planet must produce more rain. The atmosphere holds 7% more moisture for every degree C of warming. We are likely past 3.5 degrees C right now. It has to rain more on a warming planet. If it's not, there's a factor we're not being told about. That factor is climate engineering, solar radiation management, particles by design are meant to deflect some of the sun's incoming thermal energy. When you block direct sunlight, you reduce evaporation. When you cover the sky with a toxic layer of haze, you reduce convection, which in turn reduces wind, which in turn again reduces evaporation. We have satellite imagery to prove beyond any doubt, NOAA satellite imagery, NASA satellite imagery, that off the U.S. West Coast, for example, Climate engineering operations are completely derailing the storm track. So what we get as a, quote, storm in the U.S. West and Northern California now is not the conventional storm in years past. It's now almost always a drifting mass of unorganized murk that eventually drips and drizzles some occasional hard downpours. But the orographically enhanced precipitation that occurs over mountain ranges is not happening. So official agencies report... Precipitation, for example, in Northern California and Redding, that might not be that far off the historical norms, but they are not reporting the lack of rain in the higher elevations. And that's why, again, the Sacramento River is at such low levels, the lake at such low levels, forest dying everywhere, and the precipitation that does fall is toxic. Our lab tests prove this. It's killing trees from the roots up. And when they nucleate this toxic, heavy material, this toxic frozen so-called snow that sticks to trees like cement and then the slightest breeze blow because blows their root systems are compromised and the trees fall over I hope to have another episode of into the wild up soon that documents this because I have filmed it in our forest here of the remaining healthy trees tipping over from this brief nucleated Mess that was just dumped on California when it was 80 degrees several days beforehand and 70 degrees a few days after and people Aren't connecting the dots that these events are not nature It's chemically nucleated weather modification. So in regard to these programs reducing the overall hydrological cycle, creating much more drought, again, in addition to what the Chinese are facing, this headline from last week, quote, climate change ravaged Colorado and the West with heat and drought in 2020. This year may be worse. And this is the scheduled weather. This is the... Conditioning of the population to accept whatever comes because they say oh well it was predicted so it must be normal or natural. There's nothing normal or natural about any of this. The planet is under an all-out weather warfare assault from the powers that be in addition to the assaults we face on the ground and within societies. Before I run out of time, I want to press on with more headlines from last week that, again, are more verification of what geoengineeringwatch.org has stated for so many years on the record, that these highly toxic, incredibly small nanoparticulates of heavy metals and polymers are wreaking havoc in the population respiratorily and with the entire web of life. From last week, multiple sources, this headline... Fossil fuel air pollution linked to one in five deaths worldwide, new Harvard study finds. One in five, and that's extremely conservative. That's only the direct result. Indirectly, these particulates, and they're blaming it all on the fossil fuel or hydrocarbon fuel industry and not disclosing the mountain of additional, even more harmful particulates, nanoparticulates, heavy metals, polymers, that are climate engineering fallout. Which highly inflame the respiratory system, weaken the immune system, weaken our cognitive function, weaken our neurological system, and make us exponentially more susceptible to any and every form of pathogen, including CV-19. This report states the research just published will likely amplify calls to rapidly transition off oil, gas, and coal for reasons beyond curbing climate change. Consider the following quote from the report. I'll comment about that after. When we discuss the dangers of fossil fuel combustion, i.e. hydrocarbon fuel combustion, it's in the context of CO2 and climate change, and we overlook the potential health impact of the pollutants co-emitted with the greenhouse gases, end quote. That's from Joel Schwartz, Harvard professor of environmental epidemiology, who developed the new models for measuring the atmospheric particulates. He said this in a statement along with this. We hope that by quantifying the health consequences of fossil fuel combustion, we can send a clear message to policymakers and stakeholders. What total disinformation this is, not that this isn't true, but it's a small part of the puzzle. And we have these same power structure owned universities like Harvard, like Stanford, like Caltech and all the rest, ignoring the climate engineering fallout in the equation, which from a Respiratory danger standpoint is exponentially larger than anything they're addressing and they are not saying a single word about it not a word. I had a California EPA official state to my face in Sacramento at the EPA. We don't care what's in the rain or the air. That's not a combustion particulate. In a separate EPA meeting, a closed-door meeting with five top EPA officials in Sacramento, arranged by a congressional rep, I was told in my face by all of these EPA officials that the entire system is rigged. They are told to test for combustion particulates only and of a specific size only. The rest of the sample goes out the window. The entire system is rigged. The public is clueless about this, and it needs to be woken up. Because what else is in these particulates? What else may be being dispersed? In our skies. How can we know when the system is so completely criminal and so completely deceptive? These agencies, as I've said over and over and over, do not exist to disclose threats to the population. They exist to hide them, to deceive the population, to distract the population from what is truly unfolding. And it's unfolding at blinding speed, and all of it's connected. All of it. Biosphere collapse is completely connected to climate engineering, which is completely connected to the CV-19 scenario, and all of these dots need to be connected. It is not possible to have a clear picture of the wider horizon without all the puzzle pieces. From last week, from the New York Times, this, should we dim the sun? Question mark. Will we even have a choice? Question mark. This is the absurd world we live in. When the climate engineering operations that wipe out our once blue skies are so incredibly obvious and inarguable, and yet the entire academic community pretending it's not really going on, the entire corporate media community pretending it's not really going on, all the while the ship goes down. This New York Times article was instigated because of a book that's been released called Under a White Sky, The Nature of the Future. Here's a headline about that book, Under a White Sky, The Nature of the Future, the Pulitzer Prize-winning author of The Sixth Extinction, returns to humanity's transformative impact on the environment, now asking after doing so much damage, can we change nature this time to save it? Is this book covertly selling climate engineering and we're already under a white sky most of the time, we're a dirty, filthy, toxic-looking sky, and we're going to pretend that this is just a proposal that is going to save us? This is the true definition of insanity, thinking you can do more of what you've been doing that's driving us to near-term planetary omnicide, and somehow that's going to save us. The climate engineering, a.k.a. weather warfare card, has been played long ago with absolutely cataclysmic results, and now we have the military-industrial complex preparing to ramp up even more. And those that examine this issue, that try to convince themselves it's not going on because why would, quote, they... The central bankers Those who print the money Why would they do this To themselves You have to understand We're dealing with a cancer A headless Heartless Soulless cancer That does not comprehend The consequences Of its actions Even to itself Does a cancer intend To kill its host No A cancer intends To proliferate At any cost The host dies And we are all part Of that host And we will all die With the host And if we continue To sit the bench If so many continue To sit the bench And expect a few To carry this fight forward We will reach the destination we are currently headed toward, and that is near-term planetary omnicide. And all the while, academia continue to pretend it isn't happening. The recent mail-out that was organized and paid for by org, we mailed out almost 9,000 individual packages with our data in those packages to media everyone in the lower 50 states. And I received a number of responses back, one from Harvard from a Mr. Yi Tao that's Y-E, first name, second name, T-A-O. He's a Harvard scientist. Here's part of what he said to me. While I share your concern about aerosol-based geoengineering, I'm not convinced that they have been happening. If they were, then the people at it must be terrible at it, since the Earth's temperature has continued to rise and the energy imbalance continues to grow. Stop and think about his response for a moment. That... No matter what we see in our skies, no matter what mountain of data we have, congressional documents, patents, no matter how much film footage we have of these aircraft at altitude, nozzles visible, turning on and off, no matter how, much, how many lab tests we have of these same climate engineering materials showing up everywhere without exception, it doesn't matter to this type of academician. Because in his mind, if it was going on, because it has been concocted from the climate, so-called climate science community, it would be working. And if it's not working, it can't be going on. What kind of logic is that from the so-called experts? Mr. Tao from Harvard, a scientist from Harvard, went on to state this to me, to ask me this. Have you published data demonstrating large-scale injection in mainstream journals? And this is the premise by which they deny what's happening in our skies. Unless you have a power structure-owned institution publish acknowledgement of this crime, then the crime doesn't exist. I have had a highly degreed expert in the mental health arena state to my face that unless or until a peer-reviewed study exists to acknowledge that climate engineering is going on, then it's not going on. And to that individual, I would say, heal thyself. If mental health is your arena of study, heal thyself. Because if that's your premise, to acknowledge a reality that you can see with your own eyes, there is something seriously wrong with this equation. And that applies to the whole of academia that pretends this isn't going on in our skies while the ship goes down. And this affects every single threat we face today, including CB19, because at bare minimum, this mountain of highly toxic nanoparticulates raining down on us is radically inflaming and weakening our respiratory systems our neurological systems, our cognitive function, our immune systems. It is not being acknowledged. And is this aerosol spraying platform being used for other purposes? And I don't think many want to contemplate the answer to that question. I'm almost out of time for this broadcast. And how many times I've been told, quote, you can't change anything, so just enjoy your life, end quote. What a cop-out. What a meaningless philosophy of existence. Is that why we're here, to pursue our personal pleasures and to try to preserve our personal paradigm at any cost to anyone or anything, even as the planet's life support systems are imploding around us, and while a clinically insane criminal cabal wreaks havoc on what is yet left of life on earth, including the human race? No, I'll never join the Eyes Wide Shut Club, never. We're here for a reason for a purpose. And the only way we can ever know what we're capable of accomplishing for the good of the whole is if we apply ourselves fully to the task. On that note, geodringwatch.org is desperately trying to complete the production of the groundbreaking documentary, The Dimming. The Dimming is a film that will fully expose the global climate engineering onslaught once and for all. And with luck, in a few weeks, it will be available to all for free, of course. GeoengineeringWatch.org needs all the help we can get in regard to sounding the alarm, in regard to waking the masses. If we're to have any chance of changing our current course of mathematically certain near-term planetary omnicide, we must reach a critical mass of awareness, and that effort will take all of us. Search the Activist Suggestions link on the homepage of geoengineeringWatch.org to learn how you can make your voice heard in this most critical battle to salvage what is yet left of Earth's life support systems, without which we all perish. We must face the gathering storm head-on. Never give up. Until next week, this is Dane Wiginton with GeoAndDreamWatch.org.